Okay, honestly. It is February. No, it's March now. It is March, what? Fifth? Today. Okay, so one thing I need to remember though, there's someone doing a food order and I need to lock into that because otherwise I won't get the deal for mango, strawberries, and blueberries. I need to remember that. Anyways, so the other thing though, seriously, <laughs> there's so much commotion going on right now. I don't know if it's, it's because it's COVID or if it's because this is just where it's at right now with like homeschool, mom culture, parent culture style. But I just feel like there is just such a journey. You know, like, I don't know. It's been 13 years since I met this one person in my community that I just love to pieces. Like, I don't know. I can't even describe how much I just, I just learned so much from this person. Like, ever since the first time I ever picked up this one book that my friend showed me, and then she's like, oh, let's go and and visit this person who lives in Karsten and let's go stay over at her house so we can go to this weekend conference that she's running or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. So we go and then I meet this wonderful person in her house and then I get to look at all of her photos on her walls of all of her cherished kids, grandkids, like, you know, the whole works, right? And like at that time in my head, I kind of had it in my head. I was like, this lady has like 13 kids. Like, holy smokes, you know, like I always had that in my head. Like this person has so many kids. Like, this is amazing. But it was just so sweet because you like look into her eyes and you just know that she knows something that you don't, right? It's like you look at them and you're just like, tell me your life story. Because seriously, there is something lacking in my life that is clearly in your life, you know? Like it's easy to compare with other people. But but on a, on a very like frank note, I just felt like, man, I have so much to learn from this lady. I have so much to learn in a very positive kind of light. And so as I went about like you know, staying at her house and then like eating her crunchy cereal in the morning. It was like all homemade rolled oats and things. And then like talking with like the grandparents that were hanging around the house at the time and, and just like getting to know them. I was like, holy smokes. Like I remember writing in my journal, like every morning that I stayed there and being like, I just want my life to be just like this. Like, I don't know what that means, but I just hope that one day I'll be just like this person that I get to like stay in her house for the next couple days here and just learn a bunch. And it was just so sweet. And so like there I was just like 13 years ago and you know, and then I met another person at the conference and there she was as a mother of this like 18 year old that was just like graduating from his high school journey. And I was like, oh yeah, we're like the same age. Like this is great. And then like, you know, just meeting all these wonderful people. And like, and then that summer I go and volunteer with this like great community of learners. And, and then I just like committed. I was like, man, I don't even have a husband. How do you have kids? But I know I want to homeschool, right? Like just cause I just love, I love the energy of all these youth. Cause like I spent all of the last six years pretty much becoming converted to be like, yeah, I want to be a, like a social worker. I want to be like this person that just like helps communities because it's just so lovely when like children and youth can be like raised up in, a, in a, like a community, like a village of people where they just feel like strengthened and supported. I was like, yeah, I want to like build that and that kind of thing, right? And then I went to this camp and I was like, wait a minute, this is happening within these people's homes. 
Like, they don't even need a social worker. They don't need, like, community support to make it happen. Like, they're literally doing it in their own homes. And then they kind of, like, reach out back and forth between families. And they, like, I just thought, like, this is the next level, right? Like, this is, like, the, the most basic of levels that this could ever go to, right? I was like, that is even more beautiful than social working. It's like being, like, a homeschool mom and just, like, interconnecting with other homeschool parents and just, like, creating your learning community out of nowhere and that, like that's kind of like what I had in my house like yeah that would be amazing so then I go and I do my thing for a year in university and then get married and then I have my first children and I'm like still reading a bunch of these books that just help me be in that right mindset to to just kind of be um open-minded to like these different ways of being able to just embrace learning in a leadership kind of way and like embrace learning for the purpose of serving and all of this kind of mindset, right? And and like that in itself was like a paradigm shifter from the beginning, you know? Like it took years, maybe like 12 years for me to even get to the point where now in my heart and soul, I, I feel like I'm almost there. There in the sense of like, I feel like I'm, I'm like really ready and willing to own it and embody this whole like leadership education kind of mentality. Whereas before that, I felt like I was kind of in this place of like, oh yeah, like that's what they say. But really like when you do the school thing, it's all about playing the game. It's about finding out what are the rules to the game and playing it so you win the game. And winning the game means like, you make your teachers think that you're amazing to the point where they would want to create a poster about you and have your name on it in shiny sparkly letters and have your picture there and, and it would say all the shining stars of every single thing that you've ever done that they told you to do. You know, like that's like, that's kind of what I grew up with, right? Like this whole pleasing mentality, this whole, you know, submit to everything. But it just kind of all went to trash when I got my diploma and I was like, like, I, you know, like, because I had blood, sweat, and tears for, like, every mark that I got in a school system, right? Like, it was, like, really unhealthy studying. Unhealthy studying constantly. Like, I'd be studying, like, but it's like, okay, there's a difference. It's like, when a person's on a leadership path, they can be studying, but it's not like an unhealthy studying, right? Like, they could study a certain amount of hours, and it could be totally, like, bliss right because they're literally not necessarily bliss it's probably work too because I have certain periods where I study something and I'm like man I'm like pooped right sometimes I do my family history or my language studies and I'm pooped after like two hours and I'm good right and I would say that's like blissful learning still because it's not like I'm learning or studying to then be competitive you know turning school into this like competitive sport kind of thing like that's what it was it was like an unhealthy sport where I was constantly failing at it, but I was constantly, sometimes I was succeeding at it, depending on what teacher I had that thought that I was succeeding at it, so they would give me certain numbers that would determine, that would say that I was succeeding at it, right? Um, and then the other teachers would be like, actually, you're failing at it, and then they would give me a different number, right? And, and so it was always submissive, according to what teacher I had or whatever, um, or not submissive, it was um, subjective. Anyways... And then, you know, it wasn't until I got my diploma that it really sunk in. I was like, this is a piece of trash. Like, not like, okay, I don't want to, like, offend anyone that, like, really loves that system. 
But like seriously, I was so offended when I got that piece of paper and I was like, are you serious? Like I did all of that work just so I could get my name beside this word that says diploma. Like that was not worth it, right? Like, and then I go and talk with my friends that spend like, I don't know, they like literally their childhood is like going and sailing on the ocean for like, um, so K to 12 is what the typical system is. So she sailed on, on the ocean for like, um, so 12 years would be the system. So 11 years. So for 11 years, her lifestyle was like swimming with the dolphins, hanging out with her family, just like that was the kind of school that she did. And then her last year before she graduated, she got her diploma because she took all the tests, right? But seriously, she would talk to me and be like, yeah, that was me. And then I th looked around at all my friends that I, I looked at. I was like, you were cheated. You know, like you were cheated of your whole childhood and your youthhood. Because I got to go and swim with the dolphins, like, for my whole life. Like, and then now I come and get my diploma, take all the tests for the diploma, and now I've got it, you know. But, like, I didn't need to spend, like, 12 years, like, wasting away my childhood and my teenage years to get this diploma. Like, I just needed to hunger down the one year that I would needed to take the test and just get it, right? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, what she said, I was like, that was like, I know. I was one of those kids that got, like, cheated and like wasted away my childhood and teenage years like thinking that I needed to spend every waking hour of my life like studying something that I didn't even want to be studying and and then like feeling like every time I did it I was just being even more insincere even more throwing away my actual passion because I wanted to be an artist you know like when I was little I wanted to be an artist I was like oh yeah I love drawing I love drawing girls with like pigtails and I love drawing like unicorns and I love drawing like whatever right but like around like maybe age seven it was kind of put to trash it was like actually you need to learn this no more of this art but then in like I don't know grade five or something when I was like 11 I had this one teacher and he would always like go on vacations or something so he would have another teacher come and it, he was the best he was an art teacher so he would take every subject and turn it into art and I was like yeah like but he would he wouldn't even do that he would just be like here's an art concept if you want to try it in your art today go for it and so we would just spend six hours a day just doing anything we wanted to do with art and I was like uh yeah like why aren't we doing this every day right like anyways so back to the picture is like I met this woman after I graduated when I'm on the, my whole search journey of being like well I felt cheated getting this like piece of paper of like saying like this is I took 12 years to get this but seriously like and then I talked with my friend and she's like got it in a year I'm like yeah that's the life I should have had right um and and then um and then meeting this person that I stayed over at her home and then just getting my whole brain worked and being like yeah it can be so much better than this life can be so much better than the, the life that I had and so I just got this mentality in my head. I was like, okay, so then what? Then what, right? So then I read these books and I just try to like adopt different things to like start learning and stuff. So I do. I do start learning. And then for years and years, like the last 10 years, I just read out loud every day that I can just the books that I'm reading. And it's been really neat because honestly, when I was little, I probably read five books like out of my own will, like because I just never learned that it was a fun thing. Like it was always only... I would only bare minimum it, everything. It was like, if the teacher said to do it, then I'll do it because I want to get the bare minimum of what they're asking me. Um, but like any other time, it was like I never got it. I never got a core, a love of learning, a scholar, anything. It was just, 
It was totally separate from that. All I got was, these are the rules, just follow the rules. And it was never associated with anything to do with purposeful, meaningful enjoyment of like experience something and have it mean something for me now and for my future and for my ability to then serve others in the future. There was never that connection ever. It was always like, well, this is my life right now. And I feel like this like scarcity mentality because if I don't follow what the teachers say, I always had this mindset of like, well, I'm going to become a homeless person if I don't follow these people that have a structure of what what I should be doing. So I should just do what they say doing because they're going to lead me to a path that hopefully I'll get to university and then hopefully that means that I'll get um, I'll get lots of money to be able to take care of myself and my family or whatever. And that was like my whole mentality then. It was like, oh yeah, I need to do these things because otherwise I don't know where else I would go and what else I would do, right? So it just made sense, of course. Like, And probably for me it was a good thing because my parents weren't ready to be homeschooling parents at all. Like that was just not their groove at all. So of course it was the best system for me so that I could, once I was in charge of my own life, I could be like, actually, I'm not going to keep doing that system. Thank you very much. Like... I've been cheated enough, like, thank you. And then, okay, I shouldn't say cheated, come on. I had awesome people in my life throughout that system. It's not because I was bullied, it's not because I had bad teachers necessarily, but seriously, like, being stuck in a, in a building for like six to eight hours a day, and then plus being pressured to do homework for like, homework that you don't actually feel passionate about, right? Like being assigned assignments, that are just completely irrelevant with what your life path and mission are about. It just didn't, like it just doesn't, like every level of that just makes me think of like a pile of poop. Like every time I think of it, it's like there's another pile of poop. And then there's another one on top of it. And then another one. Like it's just like so brutal to me. Like maybe because I'm such a free spirit mentality person that it is just like, why would you ever do that to a person? Like especially if you know better, you know? Like if you know better, how could you ever go to that again? Anyways, so here I was trying to figure it out and I have these books and then I'm like raising kids and have these kids and then eventually I get to the point where it's like, hey, I'm looking into like what what does it look like for a person to transition from parent with a five-year-old to a parent with a six-year-old because that was always my thing. It was like, yes, in the homeschool world, it's not really a transitionary time. It's like basically like in the homeschool philosophy I follow, it's like ages zero to eight is like one phase and then ages eight to 12 is another phase and then um, 12 to 18 is another phase, 18 to 30 is another phase and 30 and beyond is another phase altogether, right? So it's really, those are like, it's like four grades. It's like the first grade is like, you know, if you're gonna say grades or you could say levels or you could say phases, whatever it is, right? Like it's just kind of this like cyclical, beautiful phase of life per, section of that person's development, right? So then, that, but then I was also aware that yes, when a person turns five, it's that preparatory year before they turn six, between that time where then they, like, then they have to decide, like the parent has to decide if they're gonna put their child in kindergarten or grade one or whatever, or what board they're gonna use if they're homeschooling, or what school, or all of these kinds of things. So I had all these questions, right? And then I would be trying to connect with all the homeschool parents in the area that I was in at that time. It's like, so what does it look like to be a homeschooler in this city? And like, what do you have to do? What does the daily life look like? But I could never really talk to anybody. It was like, they were all busy. 
and they just could never really take the time to really explain what it looked like, what do I need to do to prepare, all of this kind of stuff, right? And so I just got it. I got frustrated with that, but then there was this one person that did connect with me, and she just so happened to live across the street from this one school that I was like really gung-ho about. Like if I did do a school system, that was the school I was gonna choose. Because seriously, they're all about the art. They're all about the, you know, like organic everything, right? Like just like very, very much understanding child development and free spiritedness and all of this kind of stuff. But they had created a private school to be able to make it happen, right? So they could have the freedom to just do things they wanted, right? So then I would always be going to their festivals and things like that and just like being very immersed in their family community culture as if we went to the school. So I'd be doing that like while we lived there and this friend that did connect with me, she did homeschooling so she, and she lived across the street from that school too. So we'd be all chatting and then I met with this other friend that lived like close like on the outskirts of the city and we would go and feed her chickens and talk some more and it just all kind of grounded me down to the, just like the basics of being like, yes, I'll do homeschool. Like I had options. It was like, I'll do homeschool because that's like actually the most affordable version of school. Like if you're just going to go with that. Second, if we were to do a school thing, it would be like this awesome like private school. But then that would also mean like honestly, this private school, like they offer so much awesome, but literally the same amount that they would offer for one child to go to their school for a year is the same amount that I saved up for university. Uh, seven years to save up that much amount for university like I don't know that I could like I could be that business savvy to know how to save up that amount of money for one child to go to one year <laughs> it, like it's like the same cost as university to go to this private school It's like ah, yeah yeah now I get it it's like it's like my option is either you know don't eat or have any housing and just be homeless and go to the school <laughs> or you know have a home and then just do the home school version of what you could do of that school for example and plus all the other family culture stuff that would be all part of the learning anyways and so it's just like yeah that's clear I'll, I'll do that but then lo and behold I was also pregnant at the time which then was the key oh goodness I was so grateful I'm just so grateful okay I'm also like, okay, honestly, I'm already grateful for all my kids and, and like, you know, being, getting to be pregnant with them and raising them as much as I have already and all of this kind of stuff, right? But seriously, every single time I've gotten pregnant, it's been like this like milestone key in my life. It's like, because I got pregnant with them, Heavenly Father just showered blessings. All like blessing, like it's like there's symbols of blessings, right? Like there's baby showers and things like that. But like that doesn't even begin to describe the heavenly blessings that have come with every time I've become pregnant with every single child. With this child, I got pregnant with her, and then I had a kerfuffle with my midwife in in that city, to the point where they're like, "Yeah, maybe we should just part ways. Like you decide to decline my services, and I'll just take on somebody else." And I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." So then I declined her services and I was looking for another midwife and all the while nobody answered. Like everybody in the whole city was full. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I was getting so tizzied out about it until finally I thought, wait a minute. I remember volunteering at this homeschool group years back and I remember there was one person and she was a midwife. That that mom was a midwife. So I'll just call her up. And so I just called her up. I was like, hi, like this is my situation. She's like, oh, I'll just take you today. Like I have room. I was like, oh. 
I just about died. I was like, no way. Like, nobody in the city would even talk to me. And, like, and then here you are just, like, taking me first date. I'm like, sweet, we're moving, right? Like, at first it was just like, oh, yeah, we'll just go, like, have baby in the hotel and then just move back or something like that, right? I just kind of had that, like, quick kind of thinking. Over time, my husband being, like, the planner and, like, the person that just, like, makes things stable, he's like, well, like, and then we just kind of talked and and I think he kind of talked me into the idea of maybe finding a home to, like, rent or whatever and do that. And But I was still in the mindset. I was like, well, let's make sure it's monthly, though. Like, let's not commit to, like, a year or two years. Let's make sure it's monthly so that I can have the baby, you know, recover from the baby and we'll be out of there in three months or something. So then we just, we just pick up and start transitioning and we just move here and then that was the year it was like my child was six and that was the year where it's like oh hey this is like the year where you decide like what philosophy you're gonna choose what path whatever and everything so then we go for it because I, I talked with one of my friends that was in this area that we we're moving to and she's like yeah everybody at all the homeschool families that I know choose this one board um to homeschool their kids with I was like, okay, it's like a local board. It's not like any other board. They only take people that are local. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, well, I'll just go with whatever is available and the most, like, that makes the most sense for us to meet the most people as well, like, in our community, like, because that was important to me at the time. So I was like, yeah, sure. And then so I signed up with that, and, like, it just so happens that the person that we connect with is, like, one of the moms that I met when I first joined this journey of, like, this leadership education philosophy, and she just so happened to be, like, a teacher facilitator at the time, and I was like, what? How did this happen? Because she used to just be, like, a regular homeschool mom, and we just would, would all be in this homeschool group thing together, and then she, like, recently then started working with the board, and then by that time, that's when I connected. I was like, oh, hey, we need to sign up our kids for homeschool. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm the person that you need to connect with to, like, organize that. And I'll actually, like, teach different classes or, you know, like, and visit your house, like, every so often to make that happen. I was like, oh, well, that's bonus because we're like this anyways. Like, sweet. And so then we started doing that whole thing. And it just so happened that we entered the system the year before things started going all over the place. Like, like I guess, so this, okay, I'll just say, I've been talking about a few friends here, but it's going to get confusing. So the person that I stayed over at her house to do a sleepover, I'll just call her W, okay? And then the person that I met her that conference, I'll call her H, okay? And then so, anyways, the person that I called that was like, hey, we're going to do homeschooling this area. What do I need to do to get started? Her name was H. So she said, oh, hey, I'm the person. I'm the person that, that like, coordinates all that and, and does it for this area with this board. I was like, sweet, let's just sign up. So we did. And then so, like, yeah, we signed up the year before everything just, like, started flying all over the place. Like, because it was still kind of preserved from when W... So, okay, W, I need to go back to her story. So basically what happened there is like she start, She was like the first person in this area to do anything with homeschooling. Everybody else that she ever talked to never even knew it was a thing. Um, and then so she started her first two kids, her oldest two kids in it. One of them being Jay, who is actually one of my kids' teachers right now, which is like, ah, like I'm so happy to be a part of this like homeschool history of Alberta. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so then, so she was homeschooling her first two kids, like, cause she brought her kids to school and then she's like, no, 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 this is not working. 
So she took them back and was like, we're doing homeschooling. And everyone's like, but that's not a thing. What does that mean? You're homeschooling. She's like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm homeschooling. And so then she did. Over time, other people just kept flocking to her. And they're like, hey, I want to do that too. And flocking and flocking to the point where she's like, okay, we got to create a school. So then she created a school. And she called it like school of, you know, blank, right? And then, so that's what she started. And then, and then they found a building to make it happen in. And then over time, like she, I think she kind of retired from that. And then like other people started working there and everything. But like, you know, and I feel like I, we entered the system the last year that they followed kind of her, her, what she started there, right? It was just this beautiful system where the teachers could come by and they could just like, you know, have these like beautiful organic relationships with the kids and, and you know, it was very much parents can do their thing and you, and the, and the teachers support the parents and they just kind of make it all work with the government system stuff, right? Like they, there was just so much pro-parent style of teaching and, and learning and, and then teachers kind of just like supporting, right? In the background. And so anyways, that was like awesome. Then, you know, I would go to all these little meeting things and then it was like the next year, it was like, oh, what's going on? And they just started shifting so many things, you know, to the point where it's like, okay, we cannot follow through with being in the same system if we are going to do this. Because I just knew myself too well. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I cannot be in a system that is asking me to do said things. Like, I just can't ethically do that with my kids. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I'm just not in that mindset to be like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Hi. Um, so, 